Hey there, this is Julie from Blended Life. Thank you for taking the time to download this episode of our podcast. I hope you find value in it. The truth is though, sometimes you need more than a podcast can offer to get unstuck and find peace in your blended family life. The struggle is real. So this is a personal journey I've been on for years, seeking peace in circumstances and with people I can't control. Becoming Heard was born out of this quest. As a certified life and health coach, I am passionate about helping others just like you and me free themselves from chronic upset and chronic crisis mode. Right now, I'm offering Blended Life listeners a one-on-one free breakthrough session with me. This call will give you clarity to see if coaching is right for you. Take advantage of this opportunity now by emailing me at becomingheardnow at gmail.com. I can't wait to connect with you. Hey everyone, (laughs) I'm Eric, this is my wife Julie, and our friend Brooke. We just came from a club, and we are The Blended Life. Tonight we have a special podcast for you guys. Yeah, Brooke's here to share all of her wisdom and (laughs) advice and... I don't know, to be someone else to connect with. And clubbing experiences. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Okay. So we have no, it, so tonight we aren't, or this podcast, we're not going to be answering viewer questions. I mean, if you have questions as we're going, please type them into us. We will answer them. Um, but we did not collect questions for this week to answer from listeners. Sounds like it's going to be great. So tell us where (laughs) where are we going to start? Well, first of all, let's get let Brooke like, what are your Instagram handles that you want to give out so people can follow your story? So my Instagram (laughs) handle is... um, (laughs) Yeah, that's what we're supposed to do at the end. Sorry, you guys. That's why we normally don't do guest live, but (laughs) yes, We'll, we'll talk about... If you guys want to know, you stay tuned here. We're going to have Brooke's Instagram handles at the very end. Get my phone in a second. Yeah. <laughs> at the end, you have okay. to stay posted. At the end of the podcast, though, I want to let everyone know we're having the drawing for um, the book giveaway. So we'll do that at the end as well. So stay tuned. And that'll be the last thing. Brooke's actually going to pull the name for us. So she's already found a favorite. Mm-hmm. I just know it. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, like who you are, what do you want people to know about you? Um, I am me. Um, me is called Brooke. Uh, I am a bonus parent, and I work in the social work field, and I love the outdoors and long walks on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how long have you been a bonus parent, would you say? I have been a bonus parent for um, a little over four years and to two amazing, wonderful little humans. Um, And I like to say that they are not just funny the way that parents think their kids are funny. They're actually like funny, smart, witty um, they like to play Fort, uh, Fortnite too. They so that's do. a lot of fun. They, I play with them a little bit they're, so. and they're really, really good. Um, yeah. so they're always got jokes. I got, uh, some retainers in now. And so they'll throw a lisp 
joke if they don't understand me <laughs> once in a while. So. At least they don't whis- whisper like, funny, <laughs> you know? Um, the other unique thing about you guys, too, though, is the girls, what are their ages? They are 10, and they are twins. Yeah. So that's kind of fun. That's, yeah. you know, a little unique situation. Yeah. And then the next kind of unique situation about it is you're a bonus mom, step parent, but you and your boyfriend aren't married. Correct. So you have that aspect also, which a lot of our viewers have that same sort of yes realm going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about that. Um, it has its um, st- struggles and it has its rewards. Um I'm going to look at some notes because there's a couple of <laughs> things I actually wanted to point out is that being an unmarried bonus parent, um, it doesn't take away from the love or the bond that I have with them. Um, they have been, I am a cancer survivor. They have been one of my biggest supporters, um, my cheerleaders to get me up and going when I was having some rough days. Did they, so they experienced that with you? Yes. All right. Mm -hmm. Did they experience from start to finish Mm -hmm. or, okay. Yeah. So they knew me, um, two years before I had any kind of cancer or anything. And so they went through the whole process. They were, um, uh, a little eager to cut off my hair. I was a little bit concerned. They were, um, you know, my hair was long and they were like, let's start here. (laughs) And it became actually fun and it made things a lot easier, a lot better. Um, that's fun. So they got to cut off your hair. They did. That's fun. I got, I got a very interesting haircut. Um, (laughs) I had a really short side and I had bangs kind of, and then the side was a little bit longer. Um, but it was unique and it was fun. I've been trying to convince Julie to let me do that to her, but I would not recommend it. <laughs> no. no. Well, I do that, yeah. I, and I'm sure some of you male listeners can listen if you ever have to shave, or can, if you ever have to shave, like I do some fun things with, with the beard too. Mm-hmm. The one time I had to shave um, to be able to put on a respirator, and it was around Christmas time, and Elf in a Shelf got a little naughty. Remember, and I had patches mm-hmm. everywhere, and I woke up in the morning angry at the Elf. Oh. So it was uh, just kind of a fun thing. Yeah, the, the girl's Elf um, snuck inside the bedroom and actually painted their dad's toenails one year. (laughs) So he woke up with red toenails. So that was fun. Now he continues to wake up with them every, every day since. Yes. Weird. He's like, wow, I like that. (laughs) Um, I know you have things you want to talk about, about being not married, but a bonus parent. I want to ask though, back up a little bit because when you met the girls for the first time, you weren't like instant bonus parent, right? Like that, did that grow or like how, like how did that take us through that? Like meeting them to feeling like I'm a bonus parent. Okay. So when, so their dad and I dated for about six months um, before I met the girls, there's a tip right there. Um, So I think that's important. Um, So when I met the girls, I came over with their favorite food and they only stared at me. <laughs> I walked Are you in my mommy? And they just did like. Really? One, How old were they? One eyebrow up. They were five. Okay. And it, they each had one eyebrow up and they would look at dad and they'd look at me. And they'd look at dad 
And they'd look at me like... And they would do it in unison, right? What? Yeah, <laughs> they the were same time. perfectly synced. They're like... <laughs> like all twins are, right, you guys? She brought our favorite food, and she's dad's <laughs> friend. Hmm. This is... So, slowly, everybody ate. And um, within an hour, we were laughing, playing games, um, you know, playing... Like, it was like... I felt like an instant connection. That's, was there, like, an icebreaker that... Like, went from staring at you to, like, do you remember the, how it turned? I do. Um, I So, after dinner, I had sat on the couch, and I'm kind of, like, like the awkward one, because there's the three of them, right? And so, like, one of them sat next to me, and um, I, I said, like, oh, you're sitting next to me. I went to tickle her, and then her sister's like, do that to me. And then it became, like, so I <laughs> And the dad's like, the do that one. to me. <laughs> He's like, tickle me. <laughs> and it became, like, a game. A game. And That's it was fun, fun and um, that that was it. And then um, there was no sleepovers, like nothing like that happened until later. And the girls had asked if I would have a sleepover with them. Fun. So, so it was their idea. Yeah, and it was yeah. their idea. So the first sleepover, they were sharing a room at the time, and I slept with them. Nice. Like in the, you know, like yeah. we had our, you know, camp out. I think we suggested that a couple podcasts back, like if you're, it, when it gets to that point mm-hmm. is doing something like kind of as a family, you know, have a big slumber party in the house or, you know, all yeah. on the couches, you know, build a fort, something fun mm-hmm. like that. So that's fun. So you guys already implemented that. We stole that from you without knowing. Yeah. 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 Nice. Um, but I love that it was the girl's idea. It wasn't your or your mm-hmm. boyfriend's idea. It was like they wanted you. Yep. And that's got to feel so amazing. And it was, like I said, they're fun. And so, and I'm not, I wasn't up to date with like movies. And so they had, they're like, oh my gosh, you haven't seen, you know, this or that. So I had a whole lot of stuff to catch up on. That's neat. Mm -hmm. Okay. So day one, you go to dinner at their house. This is the first time you met them. Mm -hmm. They're staring you down. It turns into a game, Mm -hmm. which is like best case scenario, Mm -hmm. I feel. What game is the dog playing right now? Sorry, you guys, (laughs) if you can hear that, our little dog Um, is whining. But moving forward, okay, so where along the timeline of between then and sleepover, like, did you feel like that first sleepover, like, how long until the first sleepover, I guess? Um, Do you, I mean, I, approximately. I think I was still, like, I was dad's girlfriend, because um, I had my own place, and they would come over to my house, and it probably wasn't until, um, well... You know, we went on a trip, the four of us, and we went to the Monterey Bay Aquarium, and we had stayed in a hotel, and the room had two beds, and so... Oh, um, so it only made sense. You're like, well, so, you two, yeah, you two um, smell alike. And, we each took a kid, yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah, we, so what, we went to the hotel, and, and the four of us are kind of like, hmm, <laughs> two beds, and I'm like, well, I'll take this one. And then the three of them are like, we'll take this other one, you know? Yeah. And then it was like, as the night went on, it was like, actually, I want to snuggle with you. And it kind of like the the nurturing part, the, the bond started with that kind of, I don't know, a, like love and affection kind of mm-hmm. started then. And nice. I remember that was the first time that um, I was with them by myself. I remember they had just turned six at this time. Um, and, uh, their dad went to go get breakfast and coffee. And so we're in the room and you that know, was the first time you were left yeah, alone. I was with left alone. <laughs> oh, no. And so I, um, 
they were supposed to be getting their shoes on and they were arguing because somebody wanted to wear somebody else's socks and somebody was already wearing the socks. And I'm like, I'm not going to discipline or step in whatsoever. And so when their dad walked in, they were jumping from bed to bed to chair to bed. And he was like, what's happening? I'm like, they're having fun to me. It looks <laughs> they're like being a great normal time. kids. Yeah. yeah. So, nice. Um, That's fun. It Did was, I think, from that, that trip. That trip was um, a good weekend, a road trip. And then they dropped me off at home. You know, they picked me up and dropped me off at home. And it was from then moving forward, it started being more of family activities and things that we were doing. You guys were just all comfortable Mm -hmm. with each other at Mm -hmm. that point. Yeah. Yeah, That's nice. And then you had your first sleepover with him after that trip? No, it was before. Before that trip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it was a full family sleepover. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Okay. Okay. So fast forward. So that's kind of how your bond has grown with the girls. And then now it's... Just what is it like now? Now it's like almost five years later. I don't really know uh, what it's like without them at this point. It's like they. Well, and probably vice versa, too. Yeah. You know, you're a big, big part of their life at this point. Yeah. They I just feel like they're a part of a part of me Um, and being a bonus parent, not married. You get there's all kinds of stigma, right? Like there's. we, we talk about, like, rights and responsibilities and how much sand that you swallow <laughs> on a regular basis. And you know what? It's like they – I've been criticized for referring to them as my kids, you know, mm-hmm. and we've had that talk on – you know, I know that you guys have talked about that on the podcast and other times about the using the pronouns. But when you care ours. so much about someone like that, you know, and it's – they're such a big part of your life – you can't help but feel that way. Right. You know, it, it's just, it's natural. Well, and during the time that they're, you know, with their dad that, and I'm there, they're at with us in our home. And it's like, I'm providing just as much financial, you know, responsibility, safety, responsibility, you know, making clothing and food and everything. Usually I'm, moms yeah, or, as, or bonus moms yeah, so, have more responsibility for the safety. Uh, yeah, <laughs> at least in our case, <laughs> I know your boyfriend well. Yeah. I, I can I can assure that you have more safety in mind than we do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't remember what your question was. <laughs> I don't, I don't kind of either. I guess I was just out, oh I do. Um, but like now. How has it grown even to like today? Like it's just, but you answered it. Like you yeah. can't imagine life without them. And I think it's because it's mutual, mm-hmm. um, which is you have like kind of the unicorn story that mm-hmm. we talk about because that mutual connection. And especially when there's three of you, mm-hmm. that's really rare. Mm-hmm. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen, a real life unicorn. A real life oh. unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> she farts rainbows. <laughs> Actually, I don't at all. <laughs> no. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, that makes one of you. <laughs> um, okay, but so let's talk about the the bonus parent not married. I think I don't know. I don't know how much. Do you think marriage changes that? I think it would. You think it would? I do. How do you think marriage would change? Well, first of all, let's talk about maybe the. I, we know the blessings of you being a bonus parent to these girls. You have this amazing relationship and this connection and even a friendship because I think that's one blessing that step parents can have with mm-hmm. their stepkids mm-hmm. is like 
um, outside of the parenting thing, like a friendship mm-hmm. where it's like parents are kind of tied into that role, mm-hmm. but bonus parents kind of get to play both sides mm-hmm. a little bit if there's that connection, which mm-hmm. is a blessing. Um, but then it's, it's also hard when you are a bonus parent and have all said responsibility or, you know, you take on so much mm-hmm. yet you can't really make decisions. Mm-mm. You're not the decision maker. No. And your judgments in question, and that's not you. That's all step parents. I feel like judgments in question. You know, we're under a microscope. We're not the bio parent. That's just a fact. But like, how is it being? And I know a lot of our listeners and people who follow us are unwed bonus parents, and that's a really big struggle that is expressed to us almost daily. So why don't you share a couple funny stories about that or things that you've learned and come up against and how you've worked through them because you've worked through those things. Yes. Yeah. So, so. one's a little too fresh, um, so I won't <laughs> share that one. But I will share um, last weekend, um, the girls and I went um, sea glass hunting. We were very successful. Um, however... The tide did come in, and one of them was a ninja, and she was quick on top of a rock, and the other one just was not fast at all, and obviously I wasn't either, so I just wrapped my arms around her, and we were up against this cliff, and she's, like, freaking out, and I said, it's okay, we're just wet. Like, we're wet. <laughs> it's fine. What? So explain okay. explain to some of the listeners, maybe in Kansas, who've never been to the ocean, what sea glass hunting is. Oh, see, so I don't. The girls came home with it one time, and they're and I'm like, "What's that?" And like, sea glass. I'm like, "Like you, like that's part of a beer bottle that you just like brought home." And like, no, the ocean makes it. So I don't really know how to explain sea glass, but it's cool and it's hard to find. So um, I think I think actually what happens it actually is like beer bottle, like it's been broken because it's usually green or brown is how you find it. And what happens is it it gets broken, you know but it gets tumbled mm. over over years and years or months and months and it gets really soft and really smooth mm-hmm. and um you know that's why you find it in little little tiny fragments so but it actually it's, is and all colors uh-huh. like there's greens and you found well, a turquoise yeah. one you know what red <laughs> what? Yeah, but the beauty of this you guys and it's a phenomenon but they actually make bottles in all different colors shapes and sizes you can find blues <laughs> You can find yellow. You said that there was like you I, I was two using colors. brown. I was using brown and green as like I was a just prime letting example. people in Kansas know in Kansas <laughs> if you're in Kansas that sea glass does come in other colors. <laughs> yes, it does. Anyway, thank you for correcting me. Back to our sea glass. We were successful, <laughs> and so we go to walk away, and Kylie. Oh, and one of the girls. That's a real struggle on podcast. We had oh. to, like, I still mess up sometimes. No, Sorry. we all, everyone knows our kids' names at okay. this point. So. so, anyway, so we're walking away and our shoes and socks are completely soaked. And we finish hunting and we go up to um, a restaurant and I realize that everybody has soaking wet shoes and socks, okay? It's just a thing. It's just a thing. So, they were already barefooted this time. Mm. So... I was thinking like, oh, well, I have a pair of flip-flops, so one of you can wear mine, and then... You should have done, like, the nice thing and just given them each one. You share. And then everyone. hop. Yeah, exactly. They could have hopped in. Yeah. <clears throat> That's, like, good exercise. Yeah. PE is a joke in school right now. It is. Um, so 
one of them was fine just like slipping the shoes on mm-hmm. and the other one wore my flip-flops but that was my second thought my first thought was like we're at a beachy restaurant who cares let's just go in right barefoot and then i'm like wait <laughs> you're not the bio parent what would the bio parent say or do? And I was thinking, hmm. WWBPD. There's all kinds of COVID and masks and stuff. And I'm like, at least the kids should have shoes. So the kids had shoes and I put on my socks and I went in the restaurant with my socks on. <laughs> so it was. Took off her shirt and used it for shoes. Come yeah. on, you guys. Duh. Yeah. So that was one example. Yeah. And so what have you learned though? Like what, how do you, cause you've learned trial and error or, you know, no, <laughs> no blended family relationship is without like trial and error. Well, just <laughs> like arguments or like, yes. Right. Yes, dear. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, I mean, you guys have had arguments, I'm assuming, cause you're like the rest of us, right? You guys don't walk on water. Well, and just well, are you guys like perfect and don't no, fight? But we don't. Well, just the fact that you stopped like, yourself and you're like WWBPD. <laughs> what the but like you've do? had to learn, you've had to learn yeah. that you can't make like it's not necessarily always appreciated well, for you just to make decisions on your own. Correct. Correct. Right. So, and another example is their dad is a very, very hands-on dad. He has been mom, dad dad, mom, dad, dad, everything. Um, it's part of being a dad. And like, he just, I, and he loves it. Yeah. He, he loves it. And so during this um, being schooling at home, um, they have to drop off their school packets on Fridays and then pick up a new one. And I just, we, I'm home with them and I'm working there doing school. We just go do it. And then a Friday came and I said, they need to drop their packet off. Do you want to do that and then pick up the other one or do you want me to and he was right away like oh I want to do it and I hadn't really thought about him the dad you know wanting to do that right and so that's something that I've just take a step back and like think like um you know like if something's gonna be a first you know it's like having making sure that that bio parent has their their first with their first child. right of refusal yeah. yeah yeah that's something that can be very easy to you know for instance one of our teenagers the second teenager now just started driving and he came home the other day and she's like do you want to take him to drive you want to take him to drive and she wasn't thinking about it like that but i'm like if i'm the first one that takes him out and teaches him how to drive like that's an experience that you're missing out with him and I know you're all about experiences, and I don't know if you were being nervous a little bit about it, but it was something that crossed my mind. Like, you are about being the first one there and having those opportunities and those moments. And um, it was a very quick conversation, but I'm like, now that we look back and you are the first one that took him out driving on the street, like, that's something that you're going to be able to talk about forever, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of a, a Yeah, it's thing. interesting because when that conversation came up, I had... Like, I don't know if I've grown up. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Yeah, what Toys R Us is closed. Sorry, dear. <laughs> um, it, that wasn't a thought in my head. Right. Like, I wasn't thinking about myself at all in that moment or, you know, me missing out on experience. 
and or forfeiting that like it that wasn't in the equation i was just think i was so excited for him to go drive yeah and i think that also like as a bio parent i think that um you really hope for connection like Brooke has with her daughter. Well, I'm calling them your daughters with, you know, her bonus kids. And I think that, you know, it's something that a lot of us bio parents wish our significant other had that bond with our own kids. Like that's the, the dream, right? Like everyone's just unified mm-hmm. and bonded it's not that way a lot of times. And so I think that also I'm like, driving's a thing for you. You like cars, you like mm-hmm. driving. And I think that I was more like coming from a place of like, oh, this is an opportunity for you to him, you and him to go bond over something that you really enjoy. Mm-hmm. It's not like an activity that you, you know, but it, whatever, it was like, you don't enjoy teaching. So Anything. it didn't work out that way. But I think like, <laughs> I only do because I'm a parent and that's what we have to do. We have to teach the right things the right way. But at the end of the day, would I be a teacher? Nope. Yeah. So I think that I was coming from a place as a bio mom, like really just wanting to have like an opportunity for connection because mm-hmm. none of us are super connected in our household except for our own bio kids. And so, um, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I think that that's where more of that situation, right. but whatever I was. And then when you said that, I'm like, Yay, I get to go take him out, and it was amazing, and I'm glad I had that. At the end of the day, I had that, you know, first time taking him out. I didn't even know I was going to get that experience, and I got it. And, yeah, when you're a parent and you share custody, your first-time experiences are cut in half. I was telling um, someone I was talking to earlier today, I'm like, um, everyone says they have 18 solid years with their kids. I'm like, when you share custody, Uh you have, like, nine if you're solid lucky. years, right? Like you get half that time because half the time's not spent with you. And so you feel like you have to cram everything you want to cram in, like when they're with you because they're gone half the time mm-hmm. and you miss out on like teeth being lost or maybe the first time they crawl if you're, you know, dealing with young kids and the first time they walk or their first. That's totally your glasses you know. half empty though. Like it's really? just true. Like well, you do. Because, yes. Yes. Sorry. So there's, so there's that, Bye. but there's also <laughs> the flip side of it where you gain things that you wouldn't normally gain by having your kids all the time. You know, we get to, we get to spend more us time. We get to go on more dates without having to do the babysitter hunting type of stuff. You know, like we're going to Kentucky. You know, we are like, we're going, we are gone, gone to Kentucky. For you Kentucky people, sea glass comes in a lot of different (laughs) colors. And for you people, when you don't have your children, that means date night. Date night. And see, so that's what what I'm getting at. What the fuck is date night? We don't go go, on dates. Like, what? I'm also like. I'd like a fucking date. (laughs) I know. Fucking date. Sign us up. Sign me up. All right. So, for instance, like tonight, we went out and took pictures of the sunset. I was working, but we got. (laughs) Yeah, it was a great day. I I stared at the back of your fucking head the whole time. Why are you cussing? So, there goes our monetization, you guys. We are going to be broker than broke because we waste all of our. Yeah. No, we're on social media, though. Like, we're we're done. (laughs) But, like, we we went on a romantic sunset date, and then I took her out to dinner. 
That is, and like, I let you choose. Is, I let see, you choose where you wanted see, dinner. I'm just real. He just lies. <laughs> no, like, we had this his, conversation his earlier. Glass half full is like, let me just make shit up and omit the truth. Did okay? And did we Rose, not watch the sunset? Did we watch the sunset? Yes or no? This is you are sitting in. <laughs> you are sitting in the in the order. Yeah. Yeah. We are sitting in court right now. Yeah. You have oh. yes or yes or no questions. Did we watch the sunset tonight? I did not. You did not watch the sunset. Do you have pictures of sunset on your phone? I have pictures at the back of your head. She's lying. She has pictures of sunset. She's a total liar, you guys. We're not. Well, hey, gonna if you're gonna lie, I'm and gonna lie. We'll just did lie. We go, did we We're go to dinner? Lying. Did we get dinner tonight? Yes, we went to Taco Bell. That on was yours. Yes, was totally, we did. <laughs> it was totally her idea. It was Taco Bell, Great and she's not a fast foodie. She's not a fast foodie. It was Taco Bell. What was what was your next option? <laughs> what was your next option? What else did you really oh, I, want? I really wanted McDonald's double cheeseburgers. See, this is what I'm talking about. But I haven't had the, those in years. And then the third option so, was Orchid Burger. Orchid Burger. Mm, which is always So it was amazing. Taco Bell burger <clears throat> fast food burgers or drive through burgers. Mm, so and at the end of three. the day, she got exactly what she wants. So yeah. You can't be mad at me for that. We went on we had a date, you guys. I would have even let you supersize if we would have gone to McDonald's. <sighs> I'll text you ideas for next date. <laughs> What, what give us a couple what, um anything else <laughs> this, this was her idea so a really fun date idea that i've seen and heard about a lot and just never done is like you're supposed to at the beginning of every year get like a huge mason jar situation and then put in like a bunch of just date ideas whatever it is like I don't know. And every so you're time something a, goes wrong, you pour water in it. No, but oh. but like, say you're gonna you're gonna commit to like one date a month or two dates a month, right? You come up with twenty four ideas if it's two dates a month, and then when it's date night, you reach in and pull out what you. <laughs> I love that idea. Reach in and pull out. Going back to our date real quick, we even started there it was off by no doing penetration. We we even started off by doing exactly what you wanted to do. I drove you to someone's house. You dropped off your your color street nails. Yeah, so you and didn't then you're have like, to. Do you want so to you didn't have to me? find parking and get out of the car. Like, okay. what? It was a perfect date. <laughs> Great it was date. perfect date, you guys. So anyway, this date I, jar idea, and that's fun because you're like, we don't know what we're doing, and we don't need to talk about it for ten years. We can just pull a date idea out, and that's what we're doing. Pull out. Okay. Noted. Now we've covered it all. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so next question and topic of topics you don't have. So annoyed. I you should be. Think we talk about for dinner. We should talk about the girl's mom. Don't okay. don't don't. Oh, I don't well, have that before music. Before we do, up. I okay. did have an, a question to yes, but before we do, do you? I'm interested to know because we're married, and I could tell you, you what are? changed for us. I thought we were married, but. Um, wondering, me off, you guys. I did not lies again. I'm lying. Um, but I'll own when I'm lying. You won't. <laughs> He's all, Oh, we didn't have Taco Bell for dinner. I didn't see this. Like um, okay. One so. star reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. If, how do you like, if you guys got married, your bonus parent situation, how would it change in your eyes? Like, you can't, I mean, you don't know until you are, mm -hmm. I guess, but do you think that it would be different and how? Yeah, I think that <clears throat> for me, um, my faith. So my number one thing is that I would feel right with God. Um, and that's 
really, really important to me. I feel like there would be a stigma that gets dropped when I'm the one that's um, in a classroom while one of the girls was giving a presentation. Um, the teacher asked a question, said, where did you come up with this idea? And she just kind of like looked over at me and she's like, my dad's girlfriend that lives with us. Oh, and, and then like, all the kids are like, <laughs> judging. <laughs> and I'm like, I just got judged by like 35 third graders. This is awesome. And um, so little little things like that. I think it would. Um, so they don't call you. Do they refer to you as stepmom right no. now? So they do not. No, they just I, call you Brooke. They call me Brookie. Um, and then, um, and then refer to you as dad's girlfriend if they're explaining uh-huh. you to other people. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So do you think that they will refer to you as stepmom if you got married? I do. Um, there's times now when they will say, um, one of them said not that long ago, she wanted her stuff. She was already like in bed, cozy, ready for the night. And she said, be a good stepmom and go get my, and she, as like a, a joke or to get her stuffed animal like that. She was, jo- she was teasing me, being silly. Um, but it was, it comes out, you know, sometimes um, uh, they've asked if you guys get married, do we get Brooke's last name or does Brooke have our last name, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. And so we had that conversation. Um That's interesting. It's on their rate. Like they're thinking about it. That was actually today. Oh, oh, that's fun. Yeah. Fresh. So it was right before I came. I was, it was interesting. So we had this whole conversation about um, last name. And what did you tell them? Um, I said, well, their dad wanted to answer. And I said, I'll answer for for myself. I said, I would be, I would keep my name and I would add yours. And I would say, and, and their dad and I both agree that like, when and if you guys decide to get married, we hope that you would do the same thing. Keep your name, add your husband's. And when you have kids, the same. Like, they can have, keep that name going. Otherwise, Gosh. like, if you only have girls, like, it's my sister and I, you know, the two, gr- they're, you know, these are two girls. The name, the last name will go away. And yeah. So- Look at this. If you would have done the, if you would have taken Brooke's advice and kept your name, Credit Karma would recognize you these days. It doesn't. Credit Karma does not recognize Julie. It's like, you're not a real person. It's a real story. Maybe I've had too many thing. last names. She's had too <laughs> Gosh. What? You married me. <laughs> Says way more about you than me. <laughs> Says about us. <laughs> but, um, all right. Do you think that it would change the girl? Like, how do you think it would change the girls if you guys made that choice to get married someday? Um, I think, I think that they would feel secure. I think if they understood knowing that marriage, you know, the intention of marriage is forever, that it's like, this is locked in, locked down. And like, you know, we're in it, we're in it for the long haul and no questions. And I think that that would just bring Stability and security, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. the trust and mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah, it's a uh, um, what are you always touting the uh, with kids <laughs> like stability and um, why are you laughing at me? Like re- like really like it's just having something you can always count on and plan on consistency. Consistency, there there's the word. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, and I think it. You know, their their parents weren't. They don't know their parents together. They don't remember them together. They were too young. Um, and so the first time that the girls actually met my parents, 
um, one of the girls, and they were just had turned six. And so one of them asked uh, my mom, um, how many husbands do you have? <laughs> <laughs> my mom said, you all at well, one time? Um, oh, no, she said, how many boyfriends do you have? And my, d- my dad's sitting right there. We're all together. And my mom said, I don't have any boyfriends. I have a husband. And she said, how many husbands do you have? <laughs> and my mom said, just one, just the one, that one. And she was like, oh, but it was it was a serious question. Yeah, she genuinely. She was just, yeah. you know, Interested. because dad hasn't brought people around. And, you know, so this whole thing with our relationship with their dad and I and our our blended family is that's what they know. Right. Um, so they've never experienced marriage in their parents' lives, correct. like either parents. So their mother, I'm assuming, isn't not married then no. as well? No. Okay. And so... Neither parent has ever been married. Okay, yeah. So they weren't married before mm-hmm. you then, okay, for that first five years of their life. Yeah. So, interesting. Yeah. And they had split up, you know, way before the five, but mm-hmm. um, uh, I was going with that one, so... So they just don't know marriage, like... Correct. That's that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, that the like so it would be in, it's interesting to what do they think marriage is like? Do they value marriage? Do they are they afraid of it because they, they don't even talk know? about it? I think they're a little bit afraid of it. I think they think if dad gets married, then something will be different, mm. and it's it's um, almost as, in a negative way. Yeah, and it's as they're getting older and. Um, they are understanding more. I think that it's like not, it doesn't change. It's, it doesn't become like we're married and like now I'm going to enforce all these rules. Yeah, it's, you're an evil stepmom. Yeah, at yeah. That, uh, step it's not, at that it's, you know, as far as them, the, nothing changes except for um, the stability and the reason behind like going from girlfriend to wife. And, and think- you've introduced them to faith a little bit, mm-hmm. which I think is going to be interesting as your time together grows and they grow in their faith or mm-hmm. what they know about that. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that will change the perspective of marriage at all, if that, I, or well, will give them more security. I don't know. That'll be interesting to watch. Right. And I, I'll, I can't take all of the credit. Their dad had started them in a faith-based um, preschool. So they've been oh, nice. raised um, with a couple different ideas um, of faith. So um, so that's good. They, so, yeah, I'll leave that. That's another interesting thing. We won't go into it too much unless you want to, but, like, they do have two different religions mm-hmm. between households, and that's something no that yeah, I've- we've, we've talked about on this podcast a lot, like, when your spouse, um, and actually my, my, my kids step siblings mm-hmm. are also exposed to two different religions. Mm-hmm. Oh, between the other house. That's right. Yeah. And so I know, so, yeah, creates, and I, know, I know some other blended families like that as well. Yeah. And it does. It's a little bit like, I mean, I guess it could cut both ways. Like kids get smart about life and mm-hmm. they, they learn like when they choose their beliefs, they're choosing it with eyes wide open Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's a conscious thing. And I also think like, do you think it can be confusing to kids too? Like what to believe, what to believe? Personally, I think the good part about that is like, I've always talked about, you know, mom's house and dad's house and, you know, the differences, they get to see Mm -hmm. 
two different things. And at the end of the day, it's ultimately their decision, you know, also knowing this and, you know, um, like for you guys or, uh, you know, all of our listeners who have this same type of situation, um, not just religion, but anything, this is a good reminder to be on your best behavior, set the best examples, give the best examples, you know, and, at the end of the day, your kids are going to be the ones who ultimately choose. So if you're constantly bad-mouthing dad or bad-mouthing mom, you know, your kids are going to see that and they're going to pick, you know, one side or one way to be at the other. So if you live a good, honest, you know, way of life, religion, whatever it may be, your kids are going to see that and ultimately one day choose how they're going to live their life and you're going to be a big, big part of that example. So Yeah, and I also, as we were talking about... um things before a life coaching thing. I always talk about life coaching now, huh? Such a life coach. My world. It's not, I'm not yet, but it's what I'm learning. Um, but it doesn't even matter. Like if you're exposed to whatever kind of like, so your stepchildren may be trepidatious about marriage because they haven't seen it firsthand mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting because as a child, you know, you learn what is normal, even if it's not that anything is toxic here. I'm not going, like, I'm not saying that, but like, say a child was raised watching mom and dad in an abusive marriage and like dad's hitting mom. It's not a far stretch that said child is going to then go seek out that kind of relationship. And even if they know it's wrong, Mm -hmm. it's like, it's what's comfortable it's what's normal, and so that's what they seek out because even if it's hurtful or painful or toxic, it's it's comfortable. That's where that old saying comes from, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Yeah, they it's seek out what of they stuff know. stuff like that, yeah. yeah. Right, and so I think that um, it's the same thing, like, so it's not, when you talk about your stepchildren maybe being scared of something, it's probably just because they have, you know, it changes Change is scary. Even good change mm-hmm. is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. So that's, that's, it's, yeah. I also feel that, so they have the locations of the, their two different houses. One is um, really like in a city, in the city. And the other one's a little bit like more like country like, mm-hmm. or like out of the city. And so it's just. Ha- there's pros and cons, but really, again, they're like, they're, they're learning well-rounded yeah. kids. Yeah. They know how to navigate city crap and they know how to navigate horse crap. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Literally. <laughs> and so it's cool because you yeah. got a country kid and a city kid. You got a country kid <laughs> and a city kid and you know, they're going to have more of a foundation. Yeah. So, yeah, that's neat. All right, but let's talk about what you wanted to bring up. Let's talk about it, <laughs> baby. I've, I've, I've pushed I, the mic closer to her, you guys. <laughs> so, yeah, one one thing, and I have uh, shared this before on our podcast, and in this, if you guys have questions for Brooke, please write them in as Brookie. we go. We're going to call her Brookie. 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 <laughs> um, write them in, but so one thing that I've talked about and shared is that Brooke actually reached out to Biomom, and they met up. And that talk about that road, like, oh, you're that you're that guy. Yeah. <laughs> the one that you reached out to size up or it's possible. Yeah. Is that but is like, that how like, did you get there? Yeah. Dude, Were you sizing up? Tell us four everything. years, three months. And I don't know. Um, so 
Um, Bio Mom wanted to meet me before I had met, uh, um, right after I had met the girls. And I was like, not ready. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, this is like brand new. And I was like, too much. And then it just kind of went away. And then we would be at like get basketball games. We'd be places. And it's like, we would just not acknowledge the other person, like him and I and her, like, I don't know. So it was like that for a while. And I would say that coming through cancer and some other things that we went through, you have a reality check of what's important at the end of the day. Um, she is their mother. And they're, for me, I felt that I needed to do better because if I'm not doing the best in my behavior, what am I teaching the girls? Right. And, um, I mean, it's their mother. So at the end of the day, I feel like there should be some kind of level of relationship, respect, or something um, just because of that. I mean, without her, I wouldn't have them. You know what I mean? Okay, and here's the other thing, too, that I'm sure some of the listeners are wondering. When you, you know, when it's like, hey, I'm going to meet up with her. At this point in life, are you guys seeing eye to eye? Are you agreeing with her decisions? Is she agreeing with your decisions? Are you like, I could could really be friends with this lady Uh, from everything I hear about her? Or how would that play out? I think that we're pretty different. Okay. Um, I think that in a lot of different reasons we're different. Um, not good or bad, just different. different. Right. Um, but what had happened is, um, over the time of like this ignoring and, or, you know, like pickups and drop offs, you know, I'm saying hello and it's like silence and the girls are like, Ooh, like, oh, so they're getting awkward. caught in the middle of this. Yeah. And so I'm like, but I still want to say hi. So, you know, the holidays would come around and I, and I got advice from you guys about like I heard that's the it's best a place holiday to go. like I want to send her something like she's their mom and I would send a card and something from me not like oh this is from me and your children like, right not that or from or from this is from your ex-boyfriend yeah, yeah. your baby's daddy yeah and he's you know that's not gonna happen so right um and no response but I like that. I want to interrupt because okay. that was a genius move. She's not sending gifts on the kid's behalf or her boyfriend's behalf. It was on her own damn behalf. Because it was her heart. And right. that Which is, cool. is, I think, really awesome because it it's kind of like we're here. I'm not going to use the kids to manipulate the situation by giving them a it's gift. It's the Trojan for horse. Me. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm not yeah. going to be like, oh, this is from... Riley, because I'm too much of a coward just to be like, I want to extend this olive branch because for whatever reason. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a, that was genius, you guys. And to the point that I like mailed it separately. So like the girls obviously are getting picked up and dropped off. I could so hand it to her any time. Right. So you weren't even using them no. as the carriers or delivery. No. Or I don't like special th- delivery or people. Or like custody situations no. as an excuse to hand off. Something. I don't. I do not believe in communicating through the children in any way, shape, or form. That is, yeah, at that's... all. If you have something to say, my phone's over there. But you say text <laughs> me, and I would get it at some point. So what led up to us meeting is that um, I had tried to reach out to her a year ago um, over going on a vacation and. You know, I didn't get um, a meetup, but I got the response I needed and, you know, left it at that. 
And then a year goes by and I was getting these messages where I understand where she's coming from, but I'm not, I don't have a custody agreement with anybody. Right. So, and and that is the, that is somewhat, (laughs) we've talked about this somewhat recently, but that is a very hard place for someone as yourself to be in because at the end of the day, you, you're investing in so much, you know, and you have no rights to anything right at any day that rug can be pulled out from under you. But that's also, it's also like the best part is because you don't have, if you're taking on these pickups and these drop-offs and these drama and these text messages, like turn your freaking phone off. Right. Like you're not, it's not your agreement. The judge did not order you to do anything. Um, In fact, I was like, ordered (laughs) you just like not do so much. (laughs) So I was getting these messages of like, send the, you know, send the girls down. I'm here or do this or do that. And I'm like, I have been working through the entire pandemic. Like I, I'm in social work. Like, you know, mental health has not decreased at all. I am very busy. Amen, sister. So (laughs) it was like, I finally said like, you know what? I said, you always tell me what to do. You never ask what I'm doing or if I can do something and you just shoot out a demand. Mm. I said, and that I had said something like, and that's, you know, uh, I don't know what word I use, but like, that's not, not cool. Like it's sad because I think, and I told her, I said, I think we could co-parent well together. We have, and I said, we have no history. I only know you because you are their mother, which in a town this small is like, also, oh, like great. Yeah. But also at the end of the day, you respect her as their mother. You're not yeah. just like, ah, she's just some sleazebag woman. Like you're actually like, thank you. You acknowledge that you only have access to these kids because of her. Right. You know, like mm-hmm. that is, that is something that I think a lot of people don't realize, you know, some people may hate the other parent because they now have access to the kids, yeah. but, but you know what I mean? Yeah. But you, you genuinely love these little girls and are grateful for them to be in your life mm-hmm. in any capacity and therefore you respect their mother. So I think that's a, that's just a giant hurdle. Not a lot of people get to or realize ever. It's, it's, uh, I don't want to say it's easier said than done, but it's easier on your whole life and your mental health to like step back and stop trying to be in the mix of everything because you're not at the end of the day, you're not right. Um, your role is to be a support to your, your family. Um, so when we, um, so the, the text started going back and forth, right? Cause she's like, you know, if you want to meet up, then you just say when, and it's like, okay, well I'll check my schedule. And you know, it's not like fighting words, but it's like, who's going to show up for real. And so after, you know, we had, we had talked about it and then there was like her friend called my sister and I was like, can, you know, what's really, why does she really want to reach out? And I was like, whoa, we are like, they were like 40. I don't need anyone asking my sister what my business is. And so I had followed up with you work meeting alone. Like we're meeting in a public place place that she picked and we're not bringing our friends or our spouses. You, you didn't have the you safe word. I remember when this was happening and you were worried that she, that I was going to come along. Yeah. I was worried that I was going to be teamed up against and that was going to defeat the whole purpose of me having a conversation with our 
with the parent, with the mother, and the bonus parent or dad's girlfriend, whatever you right. want to call me. So that would defeat the whole purpose. And she brought nobody, and we sat down, and um, I was prepared because I had questions because I didn't know if she was going to sit down and be like, <laughs> go ahead, you know? And I – so – and I'm like a – I like to think I'm an organized person. So I had a whole list of questions, topics. <laughs> What's under your bed? <laughs> <laughs> also some um, documentation. <laughs> so we had a two. Before we start this conversation, I am recording everything you say. <laughs> Do you consent? No, but I brought things that were like, I feel like were hurdles during for like communication. You know what I mean? Like, okay. If the court orders the fa my family wizard, try it out. <laughs> like it could help. Right. And so I showed her like this is what it looks like. It's very easy. It could be just a tool, something something to think about. Um, but we sat for two hours and she asked a lot of questions and I asked a lot of questions. We each clarified quite a bit of things, you know, because we're basically because it's always been a big game of telephone for you right. guys, and, right? And it's we're like, rolling through four years. Yeah, because, well, I heard this. Well, that's not the way it is. And especially when it's coming from little kids, mm. it's not always malicious when one parent hears something from another kid. And I have learned that through co-parenting. It's like, wait, he said this, but that's not what I meant, you know, and vice versa. And a lot of times, good co-parenting just comes down to clarifying, yeah. understanding without jumping to conclusion first you yeah. know if you can if you can talk as an adult to the other parent and clarify something it saves so much drama hassle and headache yeah. that drags on for so much longer just by what you're doing having having a simple you know you you clarified all of this you know what could have been issues of four years in what did you say two hours two hours yeah so well and the other thing that was cool is that um i have through the years like sent her pictures like you know if like the girls are doing something cool or if they've you know just something i would send her i never asked do you want pictures of the kids mm -hmm. because um i think that's an important question tip number two people <laughs> because a bio parent might not want to see their kids having a great freaking time without you right or without or with another woman yeah, well, I got in trouble with this with my ex-husband, my kid's Which father. One? Oh, okay. Husband mm. number two. <laughs> I got in trouble with that because I would too. I felt like I felt like I missed, you know, when things would happen with my kids or they were doing something fun, I would take and send a picture to him. And he was like, I don't want to see that. It's hard mm. enough for me not to be with them. And to see them having experiences without me only underscores the fact that I'm not there. Mm -hmm. And that's something I learned very on early on mm -hmm. in our divorce. Mm -hmm. um, because I also was just well-intentioned. Like, mm -hmm. I would like pictures. Like, Yes, sorry. I, I want to see, see my kids and what they're doing. Like, mm -hmm. I wanted pictures, but I assumed because I wanted pictures that he would enjoy that. And it was like... Well, no, and, you know, and that's exactly what she said is she actually said, yes, they're my kids. I would love to see pictures. And so she so but it was just another reality check of like, just because my intentions are good, it doesn't mean that someone 
is going to take him that way. So when we talked, that's the other thing that came up. I said, I have tried to reach out for you to you. I said, like sending cards, not through the kids. Like I'm trying to like reach you for like a year and a half and you literally ghost silence me. And she said, you know what? She goes, I just wasn't ready. And I think that was really good. And that's something that's advice that I got from Julie that like, maybe she's just not ready. And I was conflicted of like, oh, listen, because, you know, we went through some court stuff and it's like, okay, after court, I'm going to make an effort. And that's when it really started. And so um, with that, and then with my diagnosis, I kind of just wanted to like do the best that I could as a, as a human. And so. um, Well, you can kind of relate to that too. At the very beginning, when she wanted to meet up with you, you weren't ready. Right. So, you know, I feel like you could almost empathize a little bit you know, to hearing that you're like, Oh, I get it now. Yeah. You know? And it did make sense. It, it made sense. Um, since the meetup, it was like right after the meetup. Um, and it wasn't like a straight, like straight face conversation. Like you were able to have like a flowing conversation, share some stories about the kids. You know, we laughed together. Like it wasn't like, it wasn't terrible. At it all. wasn't like business. Right. It wasn't business and nobody was getting like beat up. It wasn't like crazy time. Like you thought it was It was, was fine. Happen. It was yeah. totally fine. Um, was it scary? No, but we were at a park and it was like dark, dark and you know, like the <laughs> lights went on. And I'm like, I need to leave. <laughs> Wait, so you guys met up in the dark or did no, you meet up and then dark. it got dark? Yeah. Okay. So, it was, so you guys actually had a first date. Like you had a sunset. Did you guys have dinner? No, but I had brought a snack in case yeah. I was there. See, so you got longer. to choose what you ate. Yeah. See, well, they had a date. Gus, I'm so, so lucky. Anyway, um, she then reached out afterwards, and ever since then, the communication has been not demanding. It's been open. Can you and please this? Or so she heard you. She definitely heard me. Yeah. I definitely heard her. Um, and it came, it, it was like leveled out the whole field of freaking bombs that have been going off for years. How did your boyfriend react to you guys meeting? Was he supportive of it? Excited? Happy you did it? Nervous? Mad? Like what was his reaction to that? She's asking me because I was terrified to tell him because it, so you did this without this, him knowing? Well, I fired off this text, right? Of like, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, let's meet up. And I'm like, fine, let's meet up. And I'm like, oh. We're meeting up. <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me, let me think about that one. And I called Julie. I'm like, maybe I just won't tell him. And she's like, you're not going to tell him that you're meeting up with his kid's mom. Right. Like, you and so I just told him, I'm like, so this conversation happened and I'm meeting her at three. And he was like, really? And I said, yeah. And he goes, good luck. And he was supportive and he's totally fine with it. Yeah. So that's what I was going to ask. So you say he was supportive, fine of you meeting up. Now that you guys are kind of co-parenting, where does that put him in the co-parenting relationship? Mm, does question. that does that change the, the realm and the way everything works? Or how is that? Tip number three. <laughs> Tip number three. Um, one of the suggestions that I gave mom is to group text. Okay. So that we're not leaving him out. I like it. Also so that, again, I have my lane and my lane is like 
you know, it's as long as, as far as you can see, and there's roadblocks on both sides. I <laughs> am super not, swervy. <laughs> I am not stepping out of my lane if consciously ever. Um, and I've learned that the hard way. And so if she texts me and needs something, I try to relay the message. Sometimes things just need to, people just need to figure out their own crap. Um, the girls are old enough. You're allowed to cuss on this podcast. Julie does all the time. Cool. Yeah. I already have. <laughs> um, I, uh, the girls got a gizmo watch. Highly recommended by this girl right here. Um, because it, in the beginning, because dad got the girls the watch, it was like, mom didn't want to use, you know, it was like this push pull thing, but then she started, I think, to learn real quick how it can benefit her. Right. She can get a hold of the kids. She can check, see where they are. Um, she can, you know, whatever. And, and she doesn't have to pay for it. Right. Yeah. He pays for it. He has, they have two actually. Um, and so it's One great. One for each girl? They only go with one because sometimes <laughs> the one is enough to keep track of, but we have a backup. <laughs> so, um the, the gizmo. So again, like I don't believe in communicating through the kids at all. Mm -hmm. I, it's just not fair to them. Um, and they're not like the best communicators. Yeah. So go figure. Right. It's like they're 10. They, you know, so, um, they, they almost manipulate situations, even if they don't mean to Yeah. somehow it gets twisted in their favor every time. Go figure. Yeah. And so, um, so that's been great having the gizmo the watch phone because it's no internet no, nothing like that um better than a phone and it works for um i know that they their their mom likes to take them and do all kinds of lots of fun things with them and so i've told the girls like this works even with when you're with mom and you go to the bathroom and you go out and you don't see her right away call her right like it's easy like same if we're at Walmart and you turn around for a second and you're like, oh, like I can't find my parent, call us. And are you guys, um, are you guys all right with them calling mom? You know, anytime if they're if they're at your house mm -hmm. and they want to call mom and say good night or you know just chat, are you guys supportive of that? Or are you guys like you're on my time, you only talk to us on our time? I'm. That's dad and I'm stepmom at this time and no one else, you know, or are you guys like, hey, call mom before you go to bed. Call her on your birthday. And, I don't you know, care. You know, I don't care when if they want to call their mom 10 times a day, I could give like a shit at all. Yeah, um, I think that that's good. And I hope that the girls feel good about doing that and that they would also do it when they're with mom, right. that they see like what's fair. And that they would learn from that, like, well, when we're with dad, we can call you when we want. And do they? Do they call you guys when they're there or? Um, I think they're 10. And so. They don't care to. They, yet. like, st we, we have call, we have, they have call times. Okay. And so these, you know, court ordered phone calls. And those are like a guarantee, I think. And then um, they'll call or text lots of different times during the week. You know, for but they're things. but they're basically free to at either house. They're yeah. not they, they, shushed at either the, place. The the watch we call it the watch phone, mm -hmm. but the gizmo is theirs. So um, sometimes it, it's more of like they don't want to call, and it's because they're ten and they're busy, and so it's like you need to call, you know, right. type of thing. 
So but, it's you guys just being responsible parents at uh-huh. that point. Like, hey, what's to do? But they can't go on like social media or parlor or no. any of that stuff. And no. Get in trouble. No. Okay. No, it doesn't even have a camera. <laughs> yeah. No, no oh. pictures. They just, and they can only call or text whoever the parent programs into the phone. Like a four I remember correctly. And they can only text pre-pro. Like, there's not. They can't be like. Hey, give me your number. (laughs) They can't be like, um, dad is beating me over the head with a microphone right now. Help. It could be like, good night. Hello. I'm here. It's pre 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 programmed text. Oh, for words, texting. Okay, but yeah, they yeah, can yeah, record. Yeah. They can send recordings. That's right. That's so right. So that's pretty. It's pretty cute when you get like this little voice. It's like, hi. Just wondering when you're coming home. You know, and you're like, oh, and Julie, then it, like a cat emoji. Yeah, Julie gets those sometimes. Huh? Yeah, and it's yeah. like, wait, it's very sweet. It is sweet. Um. All right. Well, our time is wrapping up. That went fast. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any words of wisdom for unmarried bonus parents out there that, like, I would assume if you had your way and you could wave a magic wand and get what you want just from knowing you, you would have been married yesterday. Yeah. So that's like your heart. You just want, you want this family for the rest of your life. Yeah. That is your heart. Mm -hmm. So do you have any words of wisdom and like patience and... I don't know, or for peop- for other unmarried bonus parents, struggle that struggle of, like, I'm not a stepmom, I'm a girlfriend, I want this, but I can't do this without my partner. Like, what uh, do you tell people? I, I think that um, don't put your relationship in a box. Mm-hmm. I stole that from Julie. Um, if you need to step back, if you need to reset, if you need to figure things out, then you should do that. Um, I think that life is not always easy, and I think you should stick to your values and your beliefs. And, um, you know, you guys are individuals in a relationship, so I think people need to be strong individually so they can stand together and they can be the foundation for their family. Um, as a bonus, I think you need to always stop, think, <laughs> before you react or text or decide make decisions or or do anything (laughs) I feel like I needed to have this conversation with my mom earlier today (laughs) and always remember your lane like think like is this an emergency that I need to make a decision about can I just give a courtesy call to mom or dad you know and for the love of God like we are not other parents or like the other household are not babysitters like you don't have oh. to ask, like, can you babysit? I just saw that on something else. And it's like, that's something that's like very, it's like, can you, can the kids come to your house? Can the kids come home? Can the, can you watch, can you have them from this day? But it's like, um, you know, I see on lots of blended family stuff where one parent's asking, can you babysit the kids this weekend? It's like to the bonus parent, to the bonus parent or the other bio parent. I'm like, oh, like if you're a parent, you're not a babysitter. You're a parent. Yeah, you're still the parent. (laughs) You don't get paid. (laughs) I mean, maybe. It costs you money. (laughs) Usually. Usually more than usual. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for being here and for sharing your story. You're welcome. If you guys, do you want to look up your account? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Will you hand me um, that bowl in that 
Thank you. So we're going to, Brooke's actually going to draw. I knew, I know my daughter was supposed to, but we ran out of time this week with school and everything. So. Hey, she's back. Um, I'm back. Welcome back. back. <laughs> while you're, while you're looking that up, draw a name. So Brooke's going to draw a name for the winner of well, that, a new special friend. Which is the book we talked about last week. And it was, it's a, let's explain it again. Yeah. So it's a book that is, it's a kids, a children's book to help children calm down their anxiety, fears, all the things about, um, their parent dating someone new if parents are divorced or not together. And little Fox is really scared to meet dad, you know, sure. Little Fox is used to his parents being divorced, but now his dad has a special friend. Will dad still want to be with him? And will mom be upset? Soon, Little Fox discovers that it is A-OK for Donna to be his friend, too. Yeah. Kind of like so, your situation. Yeah. That's They're going to get in tickle fights. Mm-hmm. It's so cute. But it deals with straight, like, it's it's super short, very straightforward, Meaning it's not like a long drawn out book that's like too in depth of like it touches everything that needs to be touched very simply and beautifully and the pictures are really, really cute and And it was written by one of our listeners. So Yeah. You can pick it up. If you don't win tonight, you can pick it up on Amazon and on do Amazon. it. It's yeah. it's it's so cute. And what's awesome about this book, it doesn't only calm children down and like give them permission to attach to somebody new. But if parents are reading this book, it's also going to reinforce and teach parents how they should behave. Yeah. Well, and like pointers how to get through it. So. You know. So, all righty. Is, so, is this my Instagram handle? Yes. <laughs> so, if you want to know more about my super exciting life, um, stories, do I have to say underscore? Yeah. Yep. Stories underscore of underscore a underscore bonus underscore parent sorry <laughs> it just sorry is not on the end of it <laughs> it just looked better when so i say it all real fast without the underscores stories of a bonus parent with all underscores in between between it. each word yeah um do you want to give your personal or are you keeping your personal 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 is personal all right so if you want to reach out to brooke or if you want to connect with her you can always message us with questions i see her weekly um so if you want to message me, um, you can message us and we will ask her questions. And maybe would you come on again later? I would love to. Yeah. I just love talking in this microphone. <laughs> I can tell when you get really close to it. I think we should also bring the children's father. The father. The father. I was, I, he didn't write in tonight. I was wondering if he was going to be on. I was actually going to dupe all of you guys and have him call in he, and then um, <laughs> Bluetooth them. <laughs> He um uh he might have to be a pre-recorded person. Yeah, I don't know if he would do well live because you might be doing a lot of beeping. Oh, uh, that you see, I had to learn too. You never Julie know. will never learn. So, anyways, what? you already you guys already drew. Let's, I know. Let's so get the with winner it. is Extina underscore four zero eight. Yeah, congratulations! Yay. I um. You're going to love this. So I think I'm going to hook up with the author um, and Tamar Burris. I just don't want to say her name wrong, so I'm making sure I say it correctly. Um, Because she's offered, actually, to send you out 
a signed copy oh, fun. that mm-hmm. she is going to sign. Um, so for do I get you. to keep this one? Yeah, and I then- think we're going to keep it. And I think we're going to use it as a resource as people need. Um, so Tamara, if you or Tamara, if you are listening um, and are still like you said, you were willing. So of course you are. Um, I will get you her info and you can mail it to her a signed copy, and then we will continue to promote and use our copy to help other blended families um, as they're, it's a, it's a hard, you know, you, there's so many unknowns and change is scary. And especially like one of the things about this book I appreciate is that they touch on, this book touches on like, I want to meet dad's girlfriend, but how's mom going to feel? Mm-hmm. Thinking of all the emotions. Right? Like, and when you see how mom reacts, like we could all take a note. So I, it's a, it's an excellent, excellent book. You definitely should get it. Even if you don't have kids, it's a great resource to have and for you to learn as adults. So Extina underscore four zero eight. Congratulations. I wonder if she's up in San Jose area. It's a four oh eight. Is up it? There. Yeah. Congratulations. Maybe. Let me give a shout this. out real quick to, to Brandon and Ashley for typing in on on chat ashley's nice. all over what's up Ashley? um and then, and then who else we had a, we had another shout to- out tonight toodles 130 yeah what's up what's up hi okay um oh there is tamar burris okay yay hi awesome okay so she um she's gonna send you a signed copy because that's just her heart that's mm. really awesome so um get this book at amazon if you didn't win um it's amazing and we're going to continue sharing it everywhere that we can okay Okay. thank you brooke for being here welcome yeah any last statements or questions or forever hold what is your last what's your life motto (laughs) have grace seriously have grace with people be patient and be freaking nice dude. dude dude just be nice yeah Think about how you would feel in other people's situations. You think those five-star reviews are nice? How about the thumbs up? I love the thumbs up. How about subscribing? And subscribe. If you don't know already, we're on, Blended Life is on YouTube. On YouTube. And Facebook and Instagram. Or you can email them at whatever the email address is. (laughs) (laughs) The Blended Life at Yahoo. And if you guys are listening to this, you know that we are on pretty much every podcast outlet yeah so well thank you guys for being with us and putting up with our what do do people call arguing thank you for putting up with our arguing and our nonsense and our we're just like real yeah sorry real crazy strong personalities it's not yelling polished perfection go somewhere else oh i was like i already got her she's taking you guys oh that's like the nicest thing but he's Ever. laughing because he's like no, i'm not i'm just thinking back to what a recorded what so a wonderful said... date we had earlier okay well, anyways back you guys. goodbye bye <laughs> thanks bye. for being with us bye. you guys <laughs> bye <laughs> Hey, it's Julie again. I hope this episode of Blended Life started a conversation that you will finish in your home. But I get it, right? Sometimes you need more. My offer still stands. If I can interest you in a free one-on-one breakthrough session with me to see if coaching is right for you, contact me now at becomingheardnow at gmail.com and let's get you unstuck. Becomingheardnow at gmail.com. I look forward to it.